make a hum, make a hum, make a content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three-Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube, as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash jctheauthor. Salute. Welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast and this week's edition of Writer Wednesdays. It's time for Hashtag Writer Wednesday with Crystal. Tips offering advice to aspiring new and seasoned authors about all aspects of the literary world. We are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are an aspiring new or seasoned author, head over to www.untamedpublishing.net for a variety of services to assist you on your publishing journey. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about branding. What is branding? And why as a small business owner, uh, author, a book blogger, you should be branded. Okay, so let's go. So first, what's a brand? A brand is a feature or set of features that distinguish one organization from another. A brand is typically, typically comprised of a name, a tagline, a logo, or symbol, a design, a voice, or many other options. It also refers to the overall experience a customer undergoes when interacting with a business. Okay, so next we have what is branding. So branding is a process of researching, developing, and applying a distinctive feature or set of features to your business that consumers can begin to associate your brand with your products or services. 
Now, basically, you have some companies out here that if you see a certain kind of bottle or logo, you already knew who it is. And I would say two of the biggest brands that, well, it's a lot of them, but I would say like definitely McDonald's because when we see the golden arches, we know it's McDonald's and Coca-Cola. So those are typical branding companies that you can see. Okay. So next, next, I'm sorry. Let's talk about the importance of branding. Your brand is one of your organization's most important assets. I'm going to repeat that again. Your brand is one of your organization's most important assets. It gives your organization an identity, makes your business memorable, encourages consumers to buy from you, and supports your marketing and advertising. Okay, so branding can be the deciding factor for consumers when they make a purchase decision. Branding gives your business an identity beyond its product or service. It also gives the consumer something to relate to and connect with. Branding makes your business memorable. It's the face of your company and helps consumers distinguish your business across every medium. And I will discuss that later. So before we get a little further, let's take a break. Alrighty, and welcome back. And I was just going over some of the importance of branding. And the first one is like, it's a deciding factor. It gives your business an identity. It makes your business memorable. The next one is it supports your marketing and your advertising efforts. It helps your promotion pack that extra punch with added recognition and impact. So you definitely want to make sure that when you're marketing yourself and your business, you want to have a brand, a noticeable brand that everyone knows, oh, I know who that is, okay? So branding also brings your employees pride. So when you brand, and I would not just say the employees, I would also say whoever, like your consumers, whoever purchases from you all the time. So when you brand your company, you're not only giving your business identity, you're also creating a reputable, highly regarded workplace. So strong branding brings in strong employees. And I definitely agree with that. So next, I'm going to give you some branding terms that you should know. Okay, so these are some other brand related buzzwords that you should know. They further demonstrate the importance and value of branding your business. Okay, and I kind of like this idea and given that information. So the first one is brand awareness. And this refers to how familiar the general public and your target audience is with your brand. So remember, I was just saying, if you see a logo, you already know who that person is. So high brand awareness leads to brands being referred to as trending, buzzworthy, buzzworthy, or popular. So brand awareness is important because consumers can consider purchasing from your brand if they're not aware of it. I like that. The next one is brand extension. Brand extensions are when companies extend their brand to develop new products in new industries and markets. Brand extensions allow companies or individuals to leverage brand awareness and equity to create more revenue streams and diversify product lines. 
Strong branding brings in more money. The next one is brand identity. Brand identity is the personality of your business and the promise you make to your customers. It's what you want your customers to walk away with after they interact with your brand. Your brand identity is typically comprised of your values, how you communicate your product or service, and what you want people to feel when they interact with it. Okay, so strong branding gives your business more than a name. The next one is brand management. Brand management refers to the process of creating and maintaining your brand. It includes managing the tangible elements of your brand. So that's your style guide, your packaging, your color palette, and the intangible elements, which is how it's perceived by your target audience and customer base. Your brand is a living, breathing asset, and it should be managed as such. Strong branding requires consistent upkeep. I like that. All right. The next one is brand recognition. Brand recognition is how well a consumer, ideally in your target audience, can recognize and identify your brand without seeing your business name. So remember I said that is through your logo, your tagline, your jingle, packaging, or advertising. This concept goes hand in hand with brand recall, which is the ability to think of a brand without any visual or auditory identifiers. Strong branding keeps your business top of mind. So those are just some of the brand terms that you need to know. Now, we're going to take another break, and when I come back, I'm going to give you a couple of more. All righty, and we're back. And now, just a couple of more um, brand, I'm sorry, just a couple of more brand terms that you need to know. The next one is brand trust and brand trust refers to how strongly customers and consumers believe in your brand do you deliver on your marketing promises do your salespeople and customer service go above and beyond now if you're just an author if you don't have a team you're your salesperson you're your customer service so you got to make sure you go above and beyond these things can create trust among your customers which is important in a world where a mere 25% of people feel confident in large businesses. So you definitely want to make sure you put some trust in your brand. And like I said, when you're by yourself, you're your salesperson and you're your customer service. So strong branding builds trust with your customers. All right. So the next one is brand valuation. Brand valuation is the commercial valuation of your brand derived from consumer perception, recognition, and trust. This concept goes hand in hand with brand equity. And a powerful brand can make your business invaluable to investors, shareholders, and potential buyers. So make sure your strong branding is um, good because it can increase your business's value. All right, so next, 
let's talk about how to create a brand. All right, so one, you wanna determine your target audience. Two, you wanna establish your mission statement. Three, you wanna define your values, your features, and your benefits. Four, you wanna create your visual assets. Five, find your brand voice. And six, market your brand. Okay, so to create a brand or begin the process of rebranding, begin the process of rebranding your current one there's a lot that goes into a brand and there is a lot to consider when building a strong one so now let's talk about the i'm going to break down the ones that i listed so the first one is saying determine your target audience branding leads to awareness recognition trust and revenue okay but let's take a step back and understand where those stem from those come from your consumers So, and not just any consumers, your target audience and customers. So if your brand doesn't resonate with your audience, it won't lead to that awareness, recognition, trust, and revenue. So that's where a target market research comes in. All right. So you definitely want to do your research when you're trying to figure out who your target audience is. Every author is not for everyone. Okay, and every book blogger is not for everyone. Every book blogger is not for every author. That's why you have to identify your target audience. Next is you want to establish your mission statement. Okay, so you want to talk about why did you create your business? Answering that will help you build your mission statement, which defines your purpose and passion as your business. So before you can craft a brand that your audience recognizes, values, and trusts, you must be able to communicate the purpose that your business provides. Okay, and then every part of your brand, which is your logo, your tagline, imagery, voice, and personality will reflect that in your mission and vision statement. Okay, so your mission statement is a building block of your brand manifesto which encompasses why your organization exists and why people should care about your brand. Untamed Publishing has partnered with Katie Creatives to present to you UP pre-made book covers. With over 200 covers to choose from, we're sure you'll find exactly what you need to fit your author needs. Just visit www.untamedpublishing.net. Hey everybody, join me, poet and author Kiana Dene, on my podcast, Noteworthy a poetry podcast for the poets, where you'll hear my original poetry and poetry from other amazing poets as well, because I truly believe all poets are worthy. Go follow the podcast on Instagram at Noteworthy Poetry, and you'll be the first to know whenever there's a new episode. While you're there, follow me too, at Kiana underscore Danae. So tune in today.
righty. So before I continue, let's take our final break. All righty, and we're back. So the next one is you want to define your unique values, qualities, and benefits. So it's easy to focus on your competition, and there's a time and place for competitive analysis, but for now, let's focus on you. What's one thing that your business has that no one else can? Your brand. So because of that, you must ensure that your brand is comparable comprised of and inspired by elements that are solely yours. Again, the values, benefits, and qualities that make your company unique. So you want to take a moment to jot down a list of what sets your business apart from others. And that will help you with defining your unique values, qualities, and benefits. That also will help you with your target market research because then that way you can see what your competitors have and you can see what you're offering and what sets you apart from your competitors okay so the next one is create your visual assets so if you can say with confidence that you've mastered the steps that i talked about before it's time to move on to one of the more exciting parts of branding and that's the visual design so this is talking about your logo, your color palette, your fonts, and your visual components. Now, I just recently had a branding kit put together for me. And when I say I love it, I love it. Like right now on my page, you just see one of my colors, but I have so many colors. They're so beautiful. And it's just now that I make sure when I do post my reviews, it's set a certain, on the certain colors. I have the fonts and then also my logo. I have like three different logos and it shows where I, you know, um, when my branding kit was done, it gave me different ideas of what my logo would look on different things. So definitely I loved it. So make sure you create those elements and build a set of brand guidelines or a brand style style guide. And this is to govern the composition and use of your visual assets. This will ensure that whoever uses your new branding does so accurately and consistently. Yes, because I know, um, definitely I know that when I did post, um, not well, it was a like an advertisement going out for me for the um, Get Caught Up podcast. Um, the person who did my branding kit, she's emailed me quickly and actually I take it back she texted me and was like um please change your logo on that flyer that is the incorrect one so not even the fact that she did it for me she watches when I'm putting my brand and branding myself and putting my logo out on documents to make sure I'm using the correct one so you definitely want to make sure you're doing the correct one okay so our next one is find your brand voice so you want to consider the auditory component of components of your brand. What would your brand sound like if you had a conversation with it or if it texted you? I like that. How you communicate with your target market is also considered part of your branding. You want to define a brand voice that connects and resonates with your audience. Otherwise, they probably won't pay attention. And because of that, don't hesitate to return to step one to get familiar with to whom you're speaking. So remember, when you have your brand voice, you want to make sure that you know who your target audience is, because that's who you want to target with your brand voice. 
Alrighty. So our last one is now you got to put your branding to work. So your branding only works if you do. Once you finish designing and creating your new brand or your rebrand, and like I said, I did a rebrand, you want to integrate it throughout every inch of your business. You want to pay extra attention to ensure it's displayed anywhere your business touches customers. Okay, so one is the website. You want to splash your logo, your color palette, and your topography across your website. Don't use anything but your predefined assets in your brand guidelines. Your website is a major part of your company identity. If it doesn't reflect your brand, it would only provide a jarring customer experience. Next is your social media. All profile photos, cover art, and branded imagery should reflect your brand. So you wanna consider putting your logo as your profile photo, and I am one of the book bloggers who do have their logo as their profile photo. And this will make it easier for customers to recognize your business. As with your website, be sure all profile information, posts, and captions reflect your brand voice. Next is packaging. If you have a physical product business, your product is probably the most tangible way that customers interact with your brand. And for that reason, your packaging should reflect your new branding in its design, colors, size, and feel. So you wanna make sure, and definitely across the board, anything you do, you want to have the same color. You want to have, if you're using your logo on it, make sure it's the same across the board, okay? Next is advertising. Because advertisements, whether it's digital and print, are often used to establish brand awareness and introduce consumers to your brand, it's critical that they reflect your branding. In fact, in fact your branding should make the ad creation process easier. With your brand style guide, you already know how your ads should appear and what type of copy to write. The next one is sales and customer service. A brand is only as powerful as the people behind it. And if your people aren't putting your brand to work, it won't work for you. Okay, so whether they are sharing a branded product demo or answering customer support inquiries, encourage them to use your logo, tagline, imagery, and brand voice. Now, I do have way more information and I can go back and I can just, you know, look at this more and get more information for you and come back with more. But I just wanted to say thank you for listening. And if you are a small business that's listening, a book blogger or an author, and you don't have a branding kit, get on it fast. Definitely. Alrighty. So, I want to say thank you for listening as always. And please check me out on Instagram at Books and Soul One. Please be sure to follow the Get Caught Up Podcast on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. If you would like to become a sponsor, please visit anchor.fm slash get caught up. Or if you like to give us a donation, you can send us a cash app at dollar sign capital U capital P 2016. Again, thank you for listening. Bye for now.